Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Tinzian. And this is Death to Fortis Honor. <laughs> Never mind. I'm I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha. Annihilation, Jim. Total, complete, absolute annihilation. The gravity is so much stronger on the southern continent. Are you sure she doesn't have to spread friendship and magic as part of her daily morning routine? my name in your last moments. <laughs> that totally defeats the purpose. Cesar, do you have any sun rods still, or? <laughs> Bring out your rods, old man. Private confrontation. Not like that. Maybe some discipline? <laughs> Had his hands in all of Cesar's junk for six months. Oh, wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> wow, we have a title. That's wrong. That's really wrong. <laughs> what? We need dice for this game? Welcome to the show, I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm too sexy for this DM. <laughs> and this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, November 8th, and this is episode 125 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. Uh, it's been a couple weeks, so I'm going to let Tinzian catch us up on where we are currently. Dungeon Master, you're a go. Evening, everybody. In our last adventure, the party was warned, well, at least Anatari and Thorn, were warned that there were ghosts in the leaves by uh, what is believed to be Bert contacting Xanatari over the group Mindlink. Cesar had an interesting encounter with a very hungry ghost and uh, was actually touched a few times by the ghost. Show to... us where the bad ghost touched you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> to an absolutely unknown end. Um, it didn't seem like uh, there was much, if any, damage taken, but something is definitely going on. Now, Cesar was chased out of the clearing where the cultists had been killed and the ghost was found. And the party is chasing a figure of some kind, uh, potentially an invisible stalker or the like, but uh, that is now running through the woods, being pursued to some degree or another by Bert. Uh, last time it was Thorn that started Xanatari. This time, how about let's have you go? Okay, if I recall correctly, last time I was strung up by my feet and it hit the ground. Following Thorn, who was detrapping everything through the forest looking for Bert. So, do I. <laughs> I had like a mental communication with Bert, if I recall. Do I know, like, how close am I right now to Bert? You're probably within 50 yards of Bert. Okay, so I will close as quickly as safely possible on Bert and okay. uh, following, continuing to follow Thorn. Uh, you do find Bert pretty quickly. Um, he's trying to illuminate himself as much as possible. For those that are new in the channel that uh, haven't heard before, Bert is what appears to be an intelligent, uh, or at least alien intelligence level, um, ion stone that is taken 
to Xanatari and intends to orbit around her head. She, in the last episode, had tried to get Bert to move away, and this is the first time he's really kind of done that since uh, he combined with a sphere of annihilation and wiped out the drow city. Non-D&D is a really cool ball that flies around my head shooting things, but suddenly he's gimpy, and I don't know why he's going all slow. Well, you know, it's a draining, wiping out a city yeah, right. in the Underdark. Uh, you get a strong warning symbol or a signal in your head that uh, the ground that you're about to walk on that's past him is very bad. Okay. Uh, are there any trees that are overhanging this ground? A couple branches and so forth, yes. Okay. Uh, is it climbable in any state? It's climbable. Um, there's actually a kind of deep blue tinge to the ground in a circle. It's a very large circle, but there is a radius visible. So if I just move around the blue circle, do I, get, I feel like that will be okay. Don't yes. step in the giant target. Okay, I will do so. Like edging around the outside of the circle. Correct. Yeah. Don't stand in the boot. Uh, and Bert does move with you and gives you the indication that if you head a little bit off towards your right, that's the way that the creature went. Okay, I'm going to continue to follow. Okay. You'll notice around you, though, that there are other spots of blue. Some of them appear to be increasing in size. Okay. Then I will try to avoid the ones that are increasing in size and and do the safety dance. Okay. Alrighty, and Cesar, having been chased out of the woods, I mean from the clearing into the woods, okay, one second, um, one second well, uh, Cesar handles that, Thorn, you, hello, I, what, <laughs> are you awake buddy, I'm trying to be, it's like one in the afternoon now, I, I, what, I'm afraid, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I'm here. I'm here and I've I've been listening to the dulcet tones of M say uh, MC Okay. You wanna do something or should we just put you for a nap and we'll come back to you next week? <laughs> no, okay, what do I wanna do? So I guess I've been following um Zanatari uh to to the point. Technically uh, you're ahead what? of me, because remember you're detrapping. Okay, technically I'm ahead of you, um, and I see blue circle. Now, looking at the blue, is it like a fog? Like, describe the the blue circle. It's ultramarine with a slight shade of cyan. <laughs> oh, look! It's, it's, <laughs> it's actually kind of accurate um, in terms of your reference of a fog. There is some sort of wisp, like there's a uh, mist coming out. Uh, to your nose, because you are still shape-shifted and everything, um, you can almost smell the water vapor. Oh, wow, they really take their water literally. Yeah. Water is blue, trees are green. <laughs> let me just get my crayons out. Hold on a sec, let me just... Well, the, the, col the color, based on your enhanced senses, is also due because the ground is freezing in these areas. It's freezing? Yes. Like it's it's really cold, or it's actually like freezing, literally just like icy. The ground is actually literally icy. Okay. Um, like the drink. Ooh, brain freeze. Ooh, maybe this one's blue. Maybe it's like 
bubblegum flavor. Could be. Or blue raspberry. Blue raspberry is always very popular. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know I want an icy, damn it. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm not going to eat it. That's bad. Don't don't eat things that you find in the middle of a forest. Or as Frank <laughs> Zappa says, don't drink the yellow snow. I mean, don't eat yellow, the yellow snow. It's a song, don't actually. Yellow snow. Yes. Um, okay, so... I, I'm, I don't know. Is... I, I don't know whether it's even magical in nature. Um, I'm going to turn to Zanatari, and she's probably got a better arcana skill than I do, um, and ask her what she makes with this blue fog, this cyan fog. Okay. Um, well, I don't know. What kind of expert am I on fogs? I mean, what, isn't really technically weather. Is it magical? I don't know. You've got more... Oh, you want me to roll for crap. Fine. I'll roll an arcana check. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not playing D&D or or anything. (laughs) 31. Shut it. Okay. You'll note that the area around that's above the um, circles doesn't have any degree of snow or other condensation forming. You can't really tell without sticking your hand into that area, whether it's cold or not. But it does feel like there is some sort of magic taking place here. I would turn to look at Thorn and go, <clears throat> it's magical. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> so I, no man, <laughs> just magical. <laughs> it's magical. I, lo- I look at it, tap the side of my nose, wink. It's like, ah. Don't step in it. We're, focus. We're chasing, we're chasing someone. Focus. I I understand this, but what if we can bring them back this way and freeze them? Okay, yeah, that's a good plan. If we wanted to kill them, we're actually trying to get some information first. By the way, Zanatari? Yes? It kind of smacks of necromancy. Oh, lovely. Best she would have some time to know, some degree of knowledge of. Okay. I will keep that to myself, so as not to freak out the wolfman. And also, as you are contemplating your inner magic user, you realize that your deity has been awfully quiet the past uh, half hour or so. Mm. Pretty sure that gods need vacations as well, especially <laughs> if a drow city just goes up in flames. Okay. Um, well, as long as he was around the last time we had a fight, I'm probably not going to notice. Okay. All right. Let's go back to Cesar. Hello. What would you like to do? Having been chased out of the uh, the clearing. Well, uh, if uh, I remember correctly, I was basically just trying to catch up with uh, my two compatriots, but I don't remember. Do you remember exactly how far I had gotten? Was it just basically I had just left the clearing, or you had just left the clearing? Okay. Um, I'm just gonna book it along. I mean, the the paths. It seemed like there was a, a basically a natural kind of path, correct? Sort of, sort of a a thoroughfare type directional. Mm, no, there was nothing as far as a direct path, but I believe Thorne said that he was shoving bits of stuff into trees here and there that were shiny that might attract your attention because they were doodads and whiz gig what's my gots. Shiny! Yep. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I should do a. I don't know, would it be a perception check or would it be like a nature check for tracking or. Let's go for perception, because... Okay. 
By the way, for those in the chat channel, we completely bullshit the rules in this game. I'm just making this up on the fly, so don't expect any uh, hardcore rule following here. We follow the rules to an extent. To an extent. There's some bending. They're, they're, more like, they're, they're more like guidelines, really. <laughs> guidelines. Just, but just, just, just kind of close your rule books and... Yeah, put that shit down, people. Put it down! Twenty way, not today. Okay. Uh, you can see, first, uh, something shiny. Going over to explore it, you would realize it's a hee-haw or doodad. And then with that sort of score, you would start to see that it looks like there's some sort of pattern or path that's being there. So I figure you'd be able to figure it out. Okay. Well, I will follow along, making sure to snatch up each little bit okay. and, and bobble as I go. Um, are, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? I, I, I knew it would work. I knew it would work. He'd be like, oh, what's this? Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's this? Every, every once in a while, you just need to have like a skittle there just to be like, ooh, I rewarded. I collected ten. Yay. <laughs> um, Is this like a dead star? Ooh. Okay. Now, the fun part with this, Cesar, is are you armed right now? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I was just in combat with a weird wispy ghost thing. And I, I think the last weapon I had wielded was a flaming torch or a flaming stick or something like that. So I don't think that I've pulled out my crossbow at this point. I mean, I have it. Okay. Uh, but I think I'm more focused on speed to try to catch up to them before they get he totally, too far. He totally aragorn it. Okay. Uh, are you still holding the flaming torch? No. As you're running, you're starting to feel that where the ghost had touched you on the chest and stuff, you're starting to feel a growing sensation of cold. It's not enough that it is causing you great pain right now, but it feels like you have um, a layer of ice in that general area. Cause no for damage concern. as yet. Cause for concern, but still nothing's fallen off yet, so you're still fine. Okay. Um... In the distance, you can see that Xanatari has suddenly stopped running. Bert's nearby. Uh, you do notice that Bert was not orbiting at the time that she came running up. And Thorn is there as well. Okay. And then they move off again. Is there anything that you want to shout to them? Anything that you want to do? Or just follow along? Um, I will continue hurrying after them and say, I'm coming! I'm coming! Okay. Um... Xanatari, you're able to discern the outline of the figure that you've been chasing. Mm -hmm. And it is heading into one of these larger fields of blue ice. Okay. It's, it's not trying to avoid it, but it's running through. And you're realizing that the radius of this particular circle is extremely large. And you're not sure if there's actually a full way around it. Do I get the feeling that this figure is affected at all by the circles, or is it just not, and it's going to run through them and just have no effect at all? I guess what I'm saying is, it, is it ignorant, or is it just unaffected? How it's been running, it hasn't acted in a puppetish sort of way, so it seems to have some degree of intelligence. Will it have an effect, or is it affected? Unknown at this point in time. But it's not edging around the field. It hasn't avoided so far any of these things. It's just like gone straight through the whole thing, and here it is. Or it, it's been edging like we are, and now it's headed towards a, a giant. 
Sorry. It was just kind of edging, but it could have been convenience. It just could have been, you know, a, a path thing. But this time, it didn't even slow slow down. Okay. Ooh. I might be able to bring it down with a shot. Yeah, I mean, if I'm it's gonna, in the open. I'm going to turn uh, to Thorn and just, like, gesture and say shoot it. Because at this point, I lost my crossbow, like, ancient days ago. And I don't really have anything ranged. I can try to, you know, shoot lightning at it via other things that I'm doing. Um, actually, hang on, this might be a really good one. Actually, <laughs> okay, I, I, wanna, I wanna roll though before, I'm gonna yell at him to do that, but I also wanna roll if I can for, I wanna attack, roll to, okay. to attack. All right. Um, yeah, hang on, where is, do we need initiative or anything? No, we're good. Not for this time, no. Okay, um, I got a natural one. What were you gonna try and do? Uh, Wrath of Lightning, which is when I launch my weapon at the creature, and as it strikes it, I appear at its side. Oh, oh, so we're not, we're not, we're not trying to kill the creature, not at all. Do you remember how this happened last time? Maybe I was aiming at his calves. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, you're so precise with that lightning. It wasn't lightning, it's my sword. You remember that one time, Cesar, when we left her with a prisoner to interrogate? I don't know nope, what you're talking about. I wasn't about. there. <laughs> oh, I remember quite well this one time. I should regale you, in fact, about a, a drow that, that was left in your care to interrogate. And uh, we came back to a smoldering corpse. Mm. It's not my fault. Oh, I yeah, didn't I'm know not. that it was such a conductor. And it just land, led onto a path of genocide, actually. It really did, didn't it? Yeah, we kind of killed the whole drought race. Yeah. Uh, at least that city, you wiped it clean. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all talking about this thunder goddess now. There would be legends. Excuse me, be... man who burned down the inn. I don't think we can start pointing <laughs> fingers. Nobody there, died. There, there, there would actually be legends of you as the boogie woman if you had left anyone. Everyone else that got out was actually nice, so they they just kind of like, yeah, we didn't we didn't see anything. I believe I saved yeah. an entire uh, slaved, enslaved, or poorer civilization that's now over there, yeah, serving nice you imagine, in Winterhaven. Can you imagine the tales? Did you hear about Steve? No, no. Yeah. What happened? See, Steve got attacked by the boogie woman. What? Yeah, no, but, but they're sitting, sitting they're, by a tree, and the next thing you know, bam, dead. By they're, the way, they're doing you a solid. They're they're harvesting mushrooms on your behalf. Whether this is a Breaking Bad situation, we don't know yet. <laughs> but they're they're doing you a solid. They haven't talked to the police. It's all you know. You're just you're okay. <laughs> FYI, Thorn Mithrin is in the chat, and he says my staff died. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Uh, no. No, I don't recall that. I don't recall that at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what I'm trying to do until I've rolled horribly. I, I, I would I would strongly suggest for the two new people that are in the channel, go back and listen to some of the old episodes and you'll understand this because this is a long running joke. And if you don't understand it, you lose some of the fun of it. So we can say goodbye to uh to, to capturing this guy. Um <laughs> I I mean I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll just resurrect you. him. Shut up. I don't know about you, but you know, it it is. Remember, remember the eighth of November, and so therefore, I have a natural one to detail, and I haven't done this in a while. Mm-hmm. I have in the in you know in my mind 
you know, something really, really special for you, Xanatari. Lovely. Really special for you. Now, oh boy, I know that you love, I love that you like roller coasters, you love wonderful rides, it's all very good, so strap in. You ready? Yes. You attempt to launch a magic mm-hmm. and at the creature. Suddenly, there is this tingle in the back of your head where normally, you know, this electrical energy seems to whatever radiate out from or just your, your kind of center of being. And you are hit with this math flash of light, the boom of thunder. And it is so violent, actually, that uh, you close your eyes. You feel the teleport go off, but something has gone dramatically wrong. Now, your power states that you'll be teleported to your sword or to, you know, where your enemy is. Technically, it says, a scouring wind launches your weapon with divine strength. Then, with a pulse of thunder and flash of lightning, you appear at your enemy's side. Interpret it as you will. Okay, well, I'm interpreting it as I will, or they say. (laughs) And you appear suddenly what appears to be at the top of a ziggurat, (laughs) which is the flat top pyramid for those that want the basic definition. Yeah, yeah. Some people don't know. They haven't Wikipedia'd it. Um, And you find yourself standing next to this large, very skeletal, in full uh, barding and everything, Warhorse. <laughs> so as, as you start to turn your head, you will find that there is the kind of smoking, is smoking eyes out of um, the you know the whole eye socket thing. Warhorse. Do okay. you wish to continue to see if there's someone atop this? I'm not going to close my eyes and hum. Okay. So is that a yes or yes? Okay. Turning further, you do realize that, yes, it is indeed a horse and not just, you know, some sort of stuffed prop. Atop it, slowly turning its head to look down at you with equally baleful eyes, is a figure, roughly your height, dressed in armor that has been through many war and partially destroyed. Mm -hmm. That's your armor. It's my armor? It's your armor, and it's a figure about your height. Oh, crap. That's not good. Okay. Kill it. Um, is it hostile? Like, what is it doing? Just looking at me? It just started to look down at you. The power coming off of this thing, it, start, it is definitely... Ra- you suddenly realize it is rating an intense degree of cold. Okay. But your sense of timing is extremely thrown off. You're not... You've done enough weird time travel thing with this party to know that you've flipped somewhere again. Do I get the sense that this is me in some other time, or no? Absolutely, unequivocally, yes. This is apparently you. Okay, I'm not going to attack myself. Um, so I guess I'll step back uh, so far enough that I can get like an entirety of the figure in my view at once. Okay. You were able to do that, but um, in your degree of shock and surprise you don't realize how close to the edge of the ziggurat you are and you go over the edge but as you go over the edge you are able to fully see the figure as you wanted to do and the warhorse is there any details that you wish to roll a perception check for um yeah pretty much every single detail okay all right 23 okay um it is the armor that you are currently wearing okay 
except it looks extremely old and, as I said, very battered. But it bears the adornments of um, not only your deity, which it appears to have been scratched out as if you've taken your own hand and gouged at the symbol. Mm-hmm. But also carved into it are a number of other symbols. And you are carrying a shield that has, um, hmm, let's see. <sighs> trying to find a symbol that you're not quite used to. Well, yeah, it's got a symbol that you don't know yet. <laughs> okay. I'll just brain dump on that one and lose the train. And uh, you are armed with your weapon. You realize that floating around the skeletal form is a much larger bird by probably it's double its size, so it's probably mm, about two feet long. And the colors it is glowing are all quite sickly. Baleful, you know, the baleful greens, the horrible purples. And it feels much much more intelligent than it usually does. You can feel it start to pry at your mind shield before your power in um, the block psionic attacks, but you feel it starting to immediately try again as you're falling. Okay, can I try to cast something as I'm falling? Sure. I am undead. It would appear to be so, unless it's a very clever Halloween disguise. I want to resurrect myself. Would that work? Okay, go ahead. All right. Um, it is a daily standard, and one creature that died at... We'll see. I don't know how long ago I died, so maybe that won't work, because it's only 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I could do Holy Cleansing instead, just in case. I'll do that. Holy Cleansing, which is a minor action, so I just don't have to worry about that. Um, the target makes a saving throw with the plus five power bonus against each effect on them, and that will end. If they have okay. a disease, they can spend a healing surge, yada, yada. Okay, so you're not going to try to resurrect yourself. Well, I would, but the way you're describing this, I've been dead for a really long time. Yeah, but you never know. Um, and sometimes there have been texts that have shown that even if you cast resurrection, it'll it'll still do something. It may destroy the creature. <laughs> okay, well, I've got a minor and a daily. Might as well just do them both. You're only going to be able to do one. All right, fine. Resurrection. We'll do it. You seem to want me to do it, so we'll do it. It's, it's it's up to you either way. I'm just saying there's there's cause and effect for either one, so you can pick whichever one you want and go with whichever one you feel comfortable with. Well, if do I detect any sort of disease or ill? This is just pure death, or is this corruption from a, some sort of source? This is death. Okay, then this, I'm not going to bother with holy cleansing. This, this is, is Sparta. Uh, this is having the air conditioning on too hard. <laughs> And you get really, really cold and you start to turn blue and you're just like, oh, why is it so cold? Oh, right, air conditioning. Okay, well, uh, resurrection then. Um, you, you, you may have had heard texts of like anti-paladins or something along those lines. This is kind of the Death Knights. Yeah, what the heck sort of, happened? Sort of deal. So, you hit, so do you hit the resurrection or do you hit the cleansing? I'm going to hit resurrection. Um, they would take a minus one penalty to attack rolls, skill checks, ability checks, and saving throws until three milestones or three extended rests. But hey, they're alive, if that would work. Okay. As you are falling, and before you fall out of visual contact and range and stuff going around, you hit the figure with your resurrection. You don't feel any response from your deity, but you do see a 
flash before your eyes where the figure was. Uh, there is a brief moment where you're not able to make out anything, and suddenly you are, find yourself laying on the ground where you had been standing, watching the figure with Thorn and everyone, gasping as if this is your first breath and you've just been shocked back to life. This is so twisted. Okay, well, as per usual, when our friends get incinerated into ash, we go through timelines or meet the god of death. I'll get up and shake it off. Okay, you are under the effects of your resurrection spell for the time being. Oh, okay. <laughs> to walk it off. It's okay, just walk it off. I'll walk it off. Do you wish to make any other checks in terms of your current condition? I'd like to assess myself, yes. Okay. You feel that perhaps the effects that you are under are more a mental state than a physical state. An actual physical state. Okay. Good deal. I would still turn and point at Thorn and say, shoot him, because nothing happened when I tried. That okay. will be apparent to anyone but me. Um... What the rest of you saw was suddenly Xanatari take what appeared to be a lightning bolt on site, but instead of you guys getting the shock blast and sound, all you saw was her get whomped and fall to the ground, and then a couple seconds later, just jerk up like someone did stuck a car battery lead up against her. <laughs> I'd like to make the quite having a bad day, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd like to make an action. Um, I want to use uh, use my inevitable shot uh, to bring down or pin the target, you know, through his Achilles or tendon or, or through the foot or something like that, just to pin him to the ground so we can catch up. That's not a hard shot at all. Okay, it's it's an inevitable shot. Yes, it is. <laughs> Known for his accuracy, far and wide, Thorn. That helps if I shoot. Stop sliding! Roll the one, come on. Roll the one. One. There's a one in 17. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 10 in 17. Mm hmm. Yeah. T 10. Okay, give me a sec. Um, <laughs> one. When you've been away for three it's days. not one. <laughs> what are the numbers? One. The hard. Stop it. Good day, mate. I rolled a one! <laughs> Picking on me. <laughs> Go eat your math skills. I I don't know where I'm looking. Where am I looking? It's plus seventeen. It can ends up being thirty-four. You know, you know what? When Popeye needs a little extra strength, he eats a can of spinach. You should probably eat like a something of Vegemite, you know, spread thinly on toast. Maybe that'll give you some. He doesn't have I anything could... but pop tarts. I do have food. I've got, I've got crackers and I've got bread. I, I, thought, I, thought, all, I thought all Australians had like the cam the the camel pack on the back that had the Vegemite. So no, even if they were out of food, they still have Vegemite. Just nothing to spread it on. I've got, veg I've got Vegemite. And you got pop? Covered. I'll go get it. No. I got pop tarts. I'll put Vegemite on the pop tarts. Mm -hmm. No. Well, that right. works, right? Yeah. Thirty-four. So you, so you 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 hit. It doesn't do any damage. It, it just, it's just a pinning shot. Okay. You, you stops him. It dead. doesn't hurt him as you shoot him through the Achilles. Do I'm to roll damage? No. I mean, it's it's not there to to do to do yeah. damage. The DM can assign damage if he likes, but it's Zantari. not a. Zantari, he's having a tendon moment. With mm. his other. Mm. 
Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Cut me a break. Um. um so. So yeah. So you lock it down and. Okay. Now we're gonna go over to him and we're going to interrogate the son of a bitch. So you do cross into the field. Uh, he's not affected. Okay. So All right. Grumpy. Do you just go and walk in? Um. Yeah. Why the hell not? Okay. All right. Um. Thorn, as you yes. enter. You realize that the figure on the ground is quite visible to you. Mm. It is dressed in black, um, typical assassin gear, and you've come to realize that there's an extra set of arms on this creature, whatever it is. But that's off at a distance. What I'd like from you, if you actually haven't frozen up your connection... I'm just as Cam. I'm looking up. Okay. Still working? No. All right. You can't, the, your cam failed, but I wasn't sure. Um, if you were to look like an undead creature or undead form of yourself, go ahead and give a nice, good, detailed description as you cross into the field. So, an undead version of myself. Yes. All right. Um, Is it the same, but just smells a little nicer? <laughs> <laughs> It's probably hairless at this point, right? No, like one of those naked be... little chihuahua dogs. I think, if anything, it it would probably be, um, in my my second form, uh, tending to to want to spend more time in it. Um, there would be fur, I guess. I'd, I'd still be fur. There'd be chunks of fur and flesh missing out of, uh, out of certain extremities, like arms and legs and stuff, to the point where like bone was exposed. Um, I think, uh, the ears would be slightly decayed and, and really ragged and torn along the edge. Um, the, like, remaining fur would probably be, like, like almost like a, a gangrenous green color, black green. Um, my muzzle would have, I think, part of it torn away, uh, kind of as if, you no. Know, Kind of been in a dog fight, so the the jawline would be visible. Um, so you could see like teeth and, and all that sort of stuff, and the actual jawbone up like near the hinge would probably be worn away as well. Um, everything would would look like no longer like savagery, but just yeah, like the claws would be broken and and decayed or, or just shattered. Some of them looking like really long and wicked and cruel, others are just like missing entirely. Okay. What about your eyes? Um, I guess they, I guess one would probably be like on the side of the face where like most of the, the corruption would be, where like most of the face is worn away, probably like a pale, cloudy, white type. Um, the other would, um, I don't know, it, it really depends on, on what happens with. Wolf side, um, probably changed to a, a very yellow color. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, with that, those sets of eyes, you will notice that on a nearby horizon, there is what appears to be a foggy, kind of distorted outline, um, sort of hazy illusion of a ziggurat. Mm-hmm. 
and don't recall before going into the circle seeing that in that general direction. That something that would have quite stood out to you. All right. Let's go to the others, and then we'll come back, and you can do your interrogation or whatever. Okay. Uh, to the other two, you see him walk in. He suddenly looks like that figure that you have been chasing. He goes indistinguishable. Oh. Hmm. By the way, Thorn, it's um, you can't really feel anything, but what's left of your brain is telling you that is probably the most cold that you have ever felt on this mm-hmm. plane of existence before. Okay. Uh, Zenitari, you have shocked yourself. You're now back. I'm going to turn around and look at Cesar. How far away am I from him? Cesar? Mm, I was making my way towards them quick as I could. So, you tell me. Okay. I'm literally two inches behind you. <laughs> wow! Oh, oh, hi! Ah! <laughs> I found another gear. Oh, wait. <laughs> hey, no. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I would just look towards towards Cesar because I've seen Thorn go in there and kind of confused on why his appearance has changed and concerned about him, like magic, I guess, just trying to make sure we're all together in case something, you know, extremely untoward happens. And just surprised to see him, you know, suddenly catch up because he's been gone this whole time. Okay. So by the, the way, the, uh, by the Zanatari, your sense of time is starting to restore itself. Good. Cesar? Uh, so you said that he, when he walked into that, the radius of this circle area, he changed in and looked, started to look like the figure that they were chasing? Yeah, just this sort of indistinct outline of a humanoid. Okay. And is that other one, like... Did that, did that, is that other one still visible in the distance that they were chasing? or The, the quasi-visible, yes. That shimmer is, appears to have stopped within the field. Okay, so you can see both. Yeah, you kind of have to focus every once in a while, but yeah, you still get it. Okay. Um, say, I would, I would point and say, uh, is, that, is, that, uh, is that the fellow we were chasing? Pointing to the further indistinguishable figure. Am I responding? Right I yes. No. Maybe. I don't know. Can I hear? It says a. I don't know. What with? I don't know what the limitations are of this barrier or, or magic. Can I? Can I hear what they're saying? Or does it? Is it? Is it like? I don't know. You're you're getting some sort of vibration. It it, it almost kind of feels like you've been in this form for a really long time. So. You're not used to hearing sound and your ears really aren't working, but you get this feeling that there's some sort of something going on with your head and you're kind of hearing these as if um, you're hearing this voice you heard a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. But you know it's Cesar, but it sounds like he's talking through a a pool of water. Uh, Okay. Um, If if that's the case, I'd probably probably glance back at him. Um... Then I'd, I'd I'd like to. Sorry, I'm trying to form coherent thought. Um, I'd look back at Cesar and then glance down at the, the blue fog, and it's probably the only thing that's separating you know, me from the party. It probably makes sense that you know, it's affecting you know, field around it, just the way that it was uh, uh, affecting like any snow or rain or anything that may have been falling or leaves or whatever the case may be. Um, 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna move forward as as fast as possible to uh to grab the the downed guy and drag him out to the closest edge that he's towards. So at least they'll see me exit the one side and they can move around the circle. Okay. Um, Cesar, was your question actually to Xanatari or Xanatari? Do you have... I mean, I, I wasn't like trying to whisper it, so if he could hear it, he, that's fine, but I was asking Xanatari. Oh, I'm right. sorry, what was the question? As I was pointing towards the farther indistinct figure and saying, is, is uh, that the, the fellow we were uh, trying to chase down? And I would say yes, and just say, look at Thorn, what, you know, what's happening? I don't know, but uh, it seems like he's working to exit this area here. I don't know if we should step in. We'll see what happens when he comes back out and maybe head around to the edge where he seems to be pro- progressing. Okay. Um, so, uh, Thorn, tap. you are in there. You've gone, grabbed the guy, dragged him to the other side of part of the circle, mm-hmm. and then... You are exiting the circle and leaving him yes. inside, or no, dragging him entirely out. If I don't know, I I don't know that I look different. Okay, um, but I mean, maybe maybe the others will see something different. No, I don't know. I've changed, so I, I drag him out anyway. I wouldn't want him to to stay in the the circle in case he's affected just as I am. Okay, as you are dragging out and as you pass the barrier. You find yourself that you are back to looking normal. However, it's almost as if the the breath that you breathe in is so cold. Like you're you're just kind of trailing this envelope, this thin envelope of cold, just ugh, and it burns your lungs. Kind of, it, it's just that so cold stuns you to like to the point where it'd be kind of like coughing. Probably you'd want to be on your. You probably went up on your knees. It's just okay. an influx of. Wait, I'm breathing. What the hell am I breathing? Oh crap. Okay. So, yes, exactly like Minnesota. Um, <laughs> but you're able to retain. You're able to retain grip, but as you're dragging him out and all this happens, you want to get half this figure out. Now he is extremely light but dense. You can sort of feel that there's. Um, you're able to move him along quite easily, but you can tell that he, it's it's there's something in there, in the clothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to better describe it. But you only get halfway out, and um, the figure is invisible that is outside of the circle. He goes indistinct again. Hmm. And the part, becomes... the part that's on the inside is still black. Well, this doesn't help us at all. All right. Um, well, given that I'm on my knees and I'm attempting to draw breath, um, I probably just have the the back of his. I don't know whether it's armor. Is it armor that he's wearing, like a a, a vest, or is he wearing a, like a plate armor or something like that? Looks like and feels like some sort of studded leather. Okay, I'd be holding the back of the studded leather the jacket or cloth, um, cloth type just, hood. Yeah, the cloth type hood thing. Uh, sort of, I guess almost in like a a, a death grasp, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. wouldn't be letting go. Sort of just grabbing whatever I could to keep myself upright. Okay, which would mean that it'd make it hard for him to get away, especially that he's still got an arrow through his foot. <laughs> um, What's the duration just, on that I'd, arrow, by the way? 
it's a, a single it's a single arrow. It it's not magical in any nature, apart from the fact that it's it's guided. All right. So the 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 arrow itself is mundane, but there's a a force that guides it to my foe. That was pretty much it. Okay. And the 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 idea behind the arrow, um, to give you a like the power, it basically it's it's kind of like a um, if I miss a creature, then I make another basic attack that hits instantly against another creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, given that there was only one creature there, I was basically just channeling it towards the one creature, and it does it doesn't do any damage. It's just a like a non-lethal sort of like arrow to the shoulder to put them off balance. Okay. Um, as you go to your, as you go to your knee with the figure in tow, your brain registers and tells the rest of your brain and your danger sense that there appear to be two daggers. One at the back behind your knee at um, the crook of your foot because you're because of how you're kneeling now because mm-hmm. remember it appears that this thing has four arms mm-hmm. it appears that you have a dagger behind the knee and a dagger mm-hmm. at the foot they haven't sliced you they're there and okay. is this on the in- invisible side hmm? this is on the invisible side of things yes right. but his, okay. his, his his what you guys can see from the shimmer you see that as he's being dragged out and goes to the knee this thing was already starting to move with somehow it, it doesn't look like it's on its side to you guys. It's not on its side, but somehow there's two arms and it's gone in and locked into Thorn. Hmm. It's going to take a dagger to the knee. Because you know after. winter's coming. Hmm? Winter's coming. Because winter's coming. Oh, he used to be an adventurer. Hmm? He used to. What am I, what am I now? <laughs> Once you take a dagger to the knee, it's over, yeah. man. No, it's, it's specifically an arrow. A Must dagger, I guess, is fine. Well, that's what they say. They're like, oh, well, I took it. I used to be an adventurer like you before I took an arrow to the knee. What is this? Well, you know, I think a dagger would probably do the same. Oh, for oh. the guy, and 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 by the way, this this one's for uh, one of our fans, Matt. Um, you know, the guy who took the arrow to the knee. The women did find him all fletching. Oh gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> and he was just trying to fight the women off after. I I quit. I'm done. Make, just making a point. That's terrible. No, I'm, I'm done. No. No. Mic'd up. No. We'll just where's, forget that where's happened. The, where's the, where's the, 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 the hook we need to, to drag? <laughs> drag the dungeon master. <laughs> um, Cesar, I'm, yes. I'm going to pause I'm gonna pause on Thorn. Xanatari is starting to do her... Oh, I'm seeing that, but we haven't heard a lot from you, so I'm going to uh, try and... Toss you a turn. Okay. So we round uh, this, we go around this circle thing and see them coming out. So basically, just to summarize again, I want to make sure it's clear. So is Thorn out of the circle at this point? Thorn is entirely out of the circle at this point. And he looks normal again? You, yes, he is no longer invisible. Okay. And this uh, creature that he has dragged out is half in, half out. Right? Yep. What, um, the half that's out, we can't see, correct? It's still that shimmery thing. Okay. And inside the circle, what do we see? The shimmery thing. What? Still the shimmery thing. So he's shimmery inside and out? Yep. Oh, okay. I mean, how... He's a sparkle pony without the sparkle. I mean, without the pony. He's just a pony. (laughs) He's not just a pony, then. 
Okay. Um, but I mean, like, can we see like a rough form of it? Like, what what the head is, what the the feet are. I mean, you're you know, you're talking about these knives. Is a is a humanoid? Is sorry, is a, a humanoid? Mm, yep. Go for a glass of humanoid. Woo! Um. Okay. So it is a humanoid figure. Uh, appears to have normal legs. Yep. It is in, in sword of armor. If you would guess, it's not cloth, but it's definitely not plate. Okay. It appears to be lying on its stomach, okay. but somehow there are two arms on, in this case, the left side that have something in them okay. that is near Thorn's leg. Oh. Okay. And Thorn has come out, come running out, and suddenly goes to his knee looking like he's in shock. The figure is, I guess, hooded. Appears to be some sort of cloth hood. Okay, and the head is... And the, so the feet are still in the circle and the head is out? Yeah, probably from upper legs down to the feet is in the circle. Okay. Um, I would uh, yell out to, to Thorn as soon as I see these extra weird arm things. I'd say, uh, Thorn! Watch your leg! He's, uh... He's got you pinned! Um... How can I react to this? I... Um... I don't know how to react to this. Oh. While, while, you're, th- while you're thinking, um... <laughs> Sanitari, if you can give the, the, new, the, the new guest the website address and, uh... in chat, but... I... I'd be interested to know what Xanatari's thinking and wanting to do right about now while Thorn's, um, Thorn's pondering. Well, I'm concerned. Do I notice that these... I mean, I know he goes down like something's wrong, but do I notice that these are actually... Like, there's daggers pointed at him, or do I know the cause of his, like, his problem right now? Um, you don't know about the cold aspect, but, yeah, you can figure out that there's something... Something jacked with... Something's going on with his leg. Okay. Uh, how close am I to him right now? Mm, since I guess you guys were rolling up, how close do you want to be? Um, like, really close. Sure. <laughs> okay, then I will be really close. And I guess what I'd like to do is shock this character that is threatening Thorn. Okay. But not in a way that would be life-threatening. So let me see what I have here. In a way that's not what it, it, I don't uh, want to kill him. I don't want to kill okay. him. Okay, sure. Um, all right, let's see. Well, I guess I mean, thunder would frighten him, but lightning would be more ideal. All right, well, let's just do this. Um, how about hammering wind? Uh, okay, I want to roll to hit 17 versus AC. Does it hit? Sure, okay. Um I want to... The, the thing of the hammering wind is a strong wind reinforces my thunderous weapon attack, slamming a foe backward and to the ground while ushering my allies into position. So essentially what I want to do is slam this guy back from Thorn while yanking Thorn towards me within three squares, and he can move up to two squares. So I'm close enough. I think I can do that. Okay. So does... I rolled a hit already, so... Um... Thorn. Mm-hmm. If I roll a 19 versus your reflex. Miss. Xanatari, congratulations. You managed to not sever, in the process of moving Thorn, 
to move his sever either the back of his knee or <laughs> his leg. Excellent. You somehow managed to be deft enough and uh, dump Thorn where you want, and the uh, the figure is where you want. And frankly, the audio cut out on me long enough that I have no idea other than you wanted to pull Thorn towards you. Um, yeah, I wanted to slam the enemy uh, guy, the, the druid killer, back towards the ground and mm-hmm. yank Thorn towards me. So essentially I'm just trying to just womp him hard enough that he's stunned of some sort or just like, you know, immobilized in some way that I can get there to restrain him while at the same time not letting him kill Thorn or okay. calf strike him. Okay. Well, you you are able to do that, and if you wish to take possession of the uh, figure, you are able to do so. Okay, yes, please. Okay. Um, you're starting to realize that there are more than um, two arms to this figure, and that you have a very limited stun window that you're dealing with here before maybe it's going to try and do something similar to you. Oh. That it did to Thorn. Okay. Um... Is it still my turn? Are you moving on? Uh, Thorn, do you have anything? Um, I'm actually going to, given that I've now been given an opportunity to uh, sort of recover, I'm going to use a minor action called Earthbond Gift. Uh, it's when you're at, when at your weakest, you draw renewing strength from the land. Essentially, um, I assume that in this case I'm weakened from the blue fog and so I'd like to uh, make a saving throw against a, 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 the effect that might be might have brought me low. Sort okay. of, kind of like to to um, get my second wind, I guess. Okay. Go ahead. Um, that'll be a nineteen. In this case, you find that uh, the earth that you are uh, responds back favorably. Okay. So uh, just trying to re- increase my recovery time, sort of get myself standing up. So. This uh, this thing can't get away again. That that'll happen extremely quickly. It's just more the the shock of everything. But you sort of, you realize after your next couple of breaths that it's not that horrible tortured air. You mm-hmm. you can sort of feel yourself getting back into steam quick enough that if you want to do an action this turn, you can do another minor. Okay. Or a move. Um. Uh. I do have another. Minor that I can use. I'd like to use um, Encaging Spirits. Um, I call on Protecting Spirits to harry my foes. Um, it's a close verse two, and if the effect is you push each target one square, and each target is slowed until the end of your next turn. So just to prevent any sort of up and escape. Um, in this case, for the push, I'd rather sort of not push him, but um, pin his arms or. or Sort of get them to to cling onto his arms to to make him less dangerous. Okay, so you're you're essentially forcing him down so that he's yeah. crushed for a moment. Okay, yep. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll accept that interpretation of the like a, a, the a downward push instead of a, a like a forward or a backwards push. Okay, I can accept that. Oh, by the way, um, that ziggurat that you saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, not there. Okay. Um. I'd probably Cesar. glance, yeah. I probably want to glance back towards that, like really quickly. Okay, nothing is there. Cesar, please. So Thorne's got him pinned. I'm gonna pull out my uh, crossbow, uh, load a bolt, and walk up to it 
like at, at its head and point it directly at its mm-hmm. forehead. Okay. And say, don't move. All right. Um, doesn't move because it's either under so much, um, so many effects right now that it can't, or it's actually complying. It's intimidated. <laughs> yeah, you you are the you, you are the manliest man with your manliness. Okay, I see that uh, the mascot has arrived. So the purring, during and recording now is our usual guest. All right, um, Cesar, you you've pointed, you've declared. Um, pull the trigger. Tell it, uh, tell it what a French uh, hot dog is or something. What? I would uh, keep my crossbow pointed at it and kick it in the top of the head and say, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> what's all this then? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've been listening, you would know that this is a scene. There's someone on the ground. There's someone getting up. There's another person getting down. And, well... There's a fool laying there being pointed, having a crossbow pointed at his head by an old man. The gods gods of obviousness have answered your query. (laughs) Figure on the ground, however, does not. Okay. I was just teasing. Carry on. I'm just teasing, too. So, um, there is is no actual response from it. I think we're about three and a half years by the way, Zentory. So I, I kick it in the head again and I say, Answer me! Okay. You, where you think you're going to run into a skull, per se, you feel like you're kicking into jello at first. And you hear Ugh. a very audible squish before encountering what you think might be bone. And it kind of snaps the head at a very odd angle. Does the creature oh. react? Um, you can see it tense up like it wants to really lash out, but it's still under the effects of this effect or another. It is silent, though. There's no, like, screaming of pain or whatever. Let's, uh, let's get some information out of this thing. Yeah. Um, has its hood been pulled back or or anything like that? Can we see its face? Nope, the hood has not been pulled back. Alright, um, while Cesar has it pinned with his crossbow, um, I'd reach over and pull its hood back so I can see what's underneath. As you pull the hood back, maggots and other creatures start to fall from the hood in wet, disgusting clumps. And you start to see what appears to be the white edges of bone here and there that has been gnawed. So you get, you know, maybe a couple inches off and stuff starts kind of falling out from the bag. Yee. To which I say, Xanatari, take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, or find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at genesee.com. And join us for our worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels or in chat at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch.